Hello. Hey, Joe. What's going on? Hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, what's, what are you doing? Hey, um, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hey, um, I know we just did the podcast last night, um, but yeah, we had said we're going to talk about some pricing and yeah. it kind of, we forgot all about it again, but, and then, uh, yeah, today we, you know, started seeing some more stuff. So I thought it'd be fun to chat a little bit and, uh, go over what's happening with the pricing a little. Oh, my bad, dude. Yeah. I know we were supposed to get to that. Um, and sometimes in those podcasts, it just kind of things get, uh, forgotten, but, uh, what's up, dude? What, what, what's, uh, what you got on your mind? So, yeah, like I said, I know, I know we were going to talk about it and, uh, yeah, like I said, we had, uh, some stuff come up today. Um, yeah, with the pricing, it's, yeah, we don't know what's going to happen yet, but today it seems even just from last week, it seems they're already jumping, you know, some of the stuff is jumping two to $3 a pound and, Whoa, and really? yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. Yeah. So why do you, wow. So why do you think that's happening? Um, so I know we talked about it on the podcast a little bit about the trickle down effect when, you know, the, so the big plants start shutting down and it's like a trickle down effect. And then they have to start buying from the, um, start have to buy from the smaller farmers, which we deal with. And it seems that's kind of what's going to happen with the pricing now too. The, the big plants shut down and then, yeah, it's, it comes a trickle down effect and then there's so much supply and demand that it's yeah it it's crazy so so how's that going to affect you guys um so we're trying i mean we are trying to serve as many people as we can and we don't want to raise our prices more than we have to but at the same time you know we're all in business here so um, yeah, well, you're probably going to see some price increases across the board as far as beef is probably the biggest thing, but it has also been affecting, uh, chicken and pork a little bit. And yeah, it's, it's crazy how it works because, you know, I feel bad because it seems the small farmers are the ones that get screwed on this, on this deal because it seems to the big plants shut down and then that they're not buying as much product and then they're the farmers are actually selling their animals for less because they just want to get rid of it. I don't know if you've seen it at all, yeah. but there's chicken houses, there's hog farms that are just gassing their animals because they need to get rid of them and they can't keep on feeding them. Holy crap, dude. So so hang on a minute. Hang on. So I, I heard about the the gassing thing and I, I thought that was atrocious. And I was telling Stacy there's got to be some other way that they can take care of this problem besides just just gassing the animals. I don't know a lot about this stuff, you know. I mean, like, like you know, me, I'm going okay. If if I'm a farmer, how can I butcher these animals? But again, I'm not. I don't have thousands of animals <laughs> either. Um, yeah. So, uh, what are these? The big companies are swooping in and and buying them what at dirt cheap or something like that, just to get them off their hands. Yeah, that's kind of what happens, and then all the to what we call the big players is the big the big companies they buy everything you know they want to buy everything as cheap as possible which we all do yeah um but and then there's such a high demand because some plants are shut and then they actually jack up their prices because 
yeah, like I said, supply and demand so they can get away with jacking up their prices. And it seems the farmer and the end consumer are always the two people that end up paying for it. The farmer loses it because they just want to get rid of their animals. What happens is, so with beef, as you know, they like to butcher them at a certain point in their life, a certain yeah. age. Yeah. So, and once they start getting past that age and they keep feeding them, after a while, it's just like, well, what are we going to do? We just have to do something, and it's almost cheaper for them to just, you know, gas gas the uh, chicken house a whole form, whatever, instead of keeping on feeding them and not having no market for them. Oh, wow. Dude, that's freaking crazy. It's kind of like... I, yeah, like when you have like a gas shortage or something like that, like the, like, you know, a fuel shortage, it be, the, the prices go through the roof. We saw that years ago. So, yeah. you know, yeah. but it's weird though now because like there's not a shortage of animals. It's a shortage of the plants being able to process them. And now it's like, they're taking advantage of that. And, and, and because we, we can't, we can't get it. They're taking advantage of that. Exactly. And like you were saying, like, isn't there something the farmers can do? And, you know, they're, as far as butchering themselves, there's so much regulation on the food industry that, you know, they're not set up with the USDA and all this stuff that they can just all of a sudden say, hey, we're going to start just slaughtering these animals and cutting them up ourselves because they're not set up to go through, yeah, all the regulations and with the uh, processing plants, I mean, there has to be inspectors there all the time, and and which isn't always a bad thing, but it's, like I said, there's so much regulations that they can't just all of a sudden say, hey, we're going to start killing them and butchering ourselves and cutting up and sell, you know, to someone like us because they're not inspected. God, so what is that? So what, me as a consumer... What can I expect? I mean, like, is this going to be something that is is uh, going to be like a long term deal, or is it uh, is it just like a wait and see kind of thing? I mean, what what are what are you all like, uh, you know, chirping about over there? So I think it's a wait and see kind of thing. I mean, we're hoping it don't last more than a couple weeks, but you know, we don't know because it does seem. There has been a couple of the bigger companies have opened up their plants again, but you know all it takes is about a week or two of plants being shut down, and then it just takes them to get uh, caught back up again until everything gets back into the flow of things again. And then you know, I mean, we don't know when restaurants and stuff are going to open again, and even with the restaurants, you know, people might not go out to eat right away because they're going to be scared but when they do they're all going to need product again so you know it's kind of like i said it's wait and see you don't really know what's going to happen next well that's my fear is you know okay yeah um we can wait and see a couple of weeks but what happens if like you know these farmers are euthanizing or gassing or however you want to say it after disposing of all of these animals they can't get rid of isn't that going to uh happen provide a shortage when all this clears up if i mean like because these are live animals they don't just you know plot you know we can't just manufacture these things you know what i mean yeah exactly and that's where and then what starts happening is they start buying animals from overseas and Mm. i mean we're not we're not for that either and they're trying to pass something right now 
So if you go into a big chain grocery store, whatever, everything's packaged. They're trying to, some of the small farmers are pushing for something that there has to be a stamp of a country of origin on there. So you, so the consumers can tell, okay, this is, you know, domestic beef or imported beef. And that's something, you know, we, we definitely stand behind something like that. And yeah, it's, it's, 100%. I think it should I, have a country of origin on. I mean, I guess the times are like terrible. Yeah, you think what you can get, but I mean, I, I don't want imported beef. I want the stuff from here. You know what I mean? I don't want, I don't know how they're, I know there's probably regulation, but I mean, come on, man. I mean, like, I don't, I want stuff, I don't want stuff from that's been traveling across the ocean here. I want, you know, the, yeah. the freshest stuff I can, this is crazy. So, so, do you expect the prices to go up even higher? I mean, like you had a two or three dollar a pound jump in less than twenty four hours from the time we've spoken. Yeah, I mean, and that I mean that would be like a week. So we get like a, a weekly uh, price sheet, you know. So we say um, from the guy we buy from, he'll just say these are the prices for next week, or these are the prices for the following week. So yeah, and it. It's crazy because when this whole thing started, the prices were actually going down. And we had actually, you know, some of our prices, we had actually brought some of our prices down. And then all of a sudden, just like that, they turn around and go the opposite way. And what was happening is all of a sudden there was no restaurants buying beef. Like all this, you, if you look at the steakhouses, all of a sudden, you know, they're shut down. So there's, I mean, fillets were going dirt cheap because, yeah, no steakhouse was open. They weren't buying beef. And then, yeah, I mean, we can all have our thoughts. And, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. And, you know, I will say the, the uh, food industry is, is, yeah, I mean, we love being in it and working in it. But it is, yeah, it, they, there's some shady stuff that goes on, even with, like, the uh, importing of beef and not having the market where it came from and all, all that all that jazz. But this is more reason to support your local farmer and more reason to support companies like yours. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, dude. I, I'm like, this stuff pisses me off. It, it makes, it gets me salty. It's like, Hey, we're just going to buy up everything. And then we control what happens with everything. There should be some sort of law or bill that prevents them from doing that. But I guess on the flip side too, they are, I guess if you really want to, if you're, taking a, a, a step from the outside looking in, I mean, at least they're buying the animals and they're not just going to waste, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, it's, yeah, <laughs> Even, you hate to see them go to waste anyway. That's for sure. But at the same time, it's just like, if you just start pulling all kinds of crazy crap, that's, I mean, that's not cool either. But see, because- Yeah, dude. I mean, like this is the time, like, I'm sorry. I'm super salty right now. Like, uh, I'm glad you called, but the, you know, this is the time when our country should be coming together and saying, how can we, uh, from, from, the, from the smallest company to the biggest company, how can we work together to make this better for everybody? You know, people don't, people, yeah. people don't have jobs right now, bro. I mean, like there's people right now that, that, that can't barely afford to buy any food and now it's going to be even more expensive. It's bull. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. I hear you. And to you know what we see is everything. I mean, just like everything else, it, it becomes too political 
And then, yeah, that's what happens. And yeah, money starts getting involved with these big companies and stuff. And they just try to, you know, hey, it is what it is. But like wow. you said, I mean, there's there's more companies out there. We're not the only ones that do this stuff. There's more companies. I, I just encourage everybody to, you know, try to find out. If you want me, find out where it's coming from and, and try to support the farmers of America right now in this time. Yeah, man. That amen to that hundred percent. We'll definitely be um we'll definitely be putting the word out. I'll let the guys know. I'll let Stacy know. And uh we're, we're gonna see what we can do um on social media to make us make a little bit of a stand on this. Hey, I we would great greatly appreciate it. And I'm not I'm I'll try and get the website that they um are actually signing a petition for the country of origin and I'll send you the link over for that. I don't have it in front of me here and I kinda of forget what the name of that website was, but there's actually some farmers out in the Midwest they're they're getting behind this and they're trying to really make a stand for, for some of this stuff and try and get some of this stuff changed over. All right, man. Well, dude, th uh, thank you for calling, man. Um, get me that link because we're going to be pushing this jazz and um, standing up for guys like you and um, the people like you for 100% and the farmers. We uh, we would greatly appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, thankful for what you guys are doing and what you guys stand for. And, uh, yeah, we just love love collabing with small small businesses like you guys and it seems we all stand for the same thing and yeah it's a great thing all right buddy well man thank you for calling dude um keep in touch if you find anything out anything new else out uh let me know and uh we'll we'll, we'll stand through this together bro all right sounds good good uh, talking to you later bro yep we'll see you bye